We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You will never get anything from God saying what the devil said. You can't plant cuckaburs and Johnson grass and reap corn and wheat. But there's a lot of people wanting to do that. They're planting the wrong thing. Well, nothing I ever do works. If John ever gets a good job, he'll lose it. You watch and see, he'll be the first one laid off down at the plant. Well, I'm just afraid that means you believe. If you're afraid it's going to happen, you believe it's going to happen. And as you believe, you speak. And the more you speak it, the more you believe it, the more you believe it, the more you speak it. And you've got the snowball going and it's downhill. If you don't like the harvest, check up on the seed. But I challenge you to begin to give as seed faith. Now, I mentioned this. Jesus always used miracle of like substance. Do something specific. I think this is where we miss it. We just kind of just scatter a little here and scatter a little there. And that's all right at times. But there's times God wants you to do something specific for a specific purpose. See, no farmer would go out and say, well, I went out and planted today. Somebody said, what did you plant? Oh, I don't know. I just had a bunch of seed. This all mixed up. And we just throwed a bunch of seed out there. He knows what he planted. And he planted it for a purpose. When you give, give for a purpose and believe God for that need to be met. Oh yeah, I give and I give as a seed and I give to meet somebody's need. Now I'm not telling you to go out here and say, well, somebody gave their car away. Well, glory to God, I'm going to give mine away and I'll get a new car. Did God tell you to? Oh no, I just want to get rid of this bomb. Yeah, and you walk 10 months. Because, see, the attitude was wrong. Now, the thing to do is give to meet someone else's need, but yet use that as a seed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Have faith in the seed you plant. Begin to water it. Begin to say what God said about you, where it says over there in 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, he said, God furnishes seed for the sower and multiplies your seed sown. He can't multiply what's in the barn. No farmer can expect to have a harvest when his seed is still in the barn. God can only multiply what he's planted. Now, if the farmer has faith in the seed, he'll plant it. That's why Jesus said, if you have faith as a seed, you would say unto the sycamine tree. He told you two great faith secrets there in Luke the 17th chapter, verse 5 and 6. He said, faith is as a seed. It works like a seed and the way you plant it is by saying it. Now, you take God's promise. Here's the way it works. You take God's promise, the promise of finances. Let's talk specifically now about finances. If you have a need in the area of finances, take out of your need and give a specific amount. Of course, when you're in need and in lack, you can't give as much as you could if you had abundance. But it's not the matter of the amount you give. It is the fact of using what you have. And use it for a specific purpose. I challenge you to do this and say, now I am giving this to help meet this individual's need or this church's need or for the gospel's sake, but I am also using it as a seed to get my need met. Now that's God's reason for the law of seed, time, and harvest. 
When you give to meet others' need, then you have found soil to plant your seed in. Any farmer knows that if you don't have soil to plant your seed in, you could have all the seed in the world and you're not going to farm. You've got to have somewhere to plant your seed. So I'll tell you the truth, I look diligently for good soil to plant my seed. You've got to have soil or you're not going to have a harvest. So when you give, make a decision. Thank God I'm giving to meet this need, to help this brother. But yet, this is a seed for this specific thing that I have need of. And I mean, name it, write it down. I challenge you to do that. Not long ago, my wife and I, the Lord moved upon us to give to a certain ministry, to a certain minister. And we were in agreement. The Lord spoke to both of us. We gave and said, now we're doing this to meet his need. But yet, I said to her, now let's use this as a seed to break loose finances in a certain project that we were involved in. I said, that thing's been on the fence long enough. It's time for it to get going. Let's use this as a seed to break that thing loose. So we did it. And prayed, agreed that that would happen. And I want you to know, far beyond what I ever expected came to pass. Now, I'm not going to be real specific about it because I've learned some things. You don't go tell everything that God does. The devil don't need to know about it. Hallelujah. Don't tell God's secrets sometimes. You can tell things too quick. Far beyond what I ever expected. Why? Because we planted a seed and we had faith in that seed. See, the seed had the ability to do it. It knew how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. I'd tried to do it for two years and couldn't do it. But that seed did it in two months. I mean, just broke the thing wide open. Glory to God. I'm about ready to shout here. Mm. Now, let me show you something here. Don't go to God and tell God what the devil said. When you're speaking the things the devil said, you're sowing weed seed among your good seed. Say what God says. Agree with God. I want you to look at Acts chapter 11. There's a passage of scripture here that I think is really a challenge to us. Let's read from verse 27. And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem and Antioch, and there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should come a great dearth or depression throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. Then the disciples, now notice what happened. When the disciples heard this, says, then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren which dwelled in Judea. They just heard the prophet prophesy that there is a depression coming. It's going to go over the whole world. They said, we better plant some seed. Did you get that? You'd have thought they'd have said, brother, we better hold what we got. We better store it up and hide our taters because times are going to get bad. They said, hey, if there's a depression coming... We better start planting some seed. So they decided to take an offering to send to the poor brethren that dwelt in the other place there. Now get this, immediately when they heard the bad news, they said, we better do something to combat this thing. So the best thing that they could decide to do was to give. 
Now see, to the natural mind that says, that's dumb, man. I mean, things are going to get bad and you're going to start giving things away. Oh, but you've got to have soil to plant in. They planted a seed. The disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief unto the brethren that dwelt in Judea, which also they did, and sent it to the elders by the hands of Barnabas and Saul. Immediately they decided, we better start giving. If things are going to get bad, we got to start giving. Now I know all of us have heard these scriptures, but let's go back over to 2 Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Let's read from verse 5. Paul speaking, he says, Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren that they would go before you and make up beforehand your bounty, whereof they had noticed before, that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty and not of covetousness. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, he that soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye having all sufficiency of all things may abound to every good work. Now sometimes people say, oh, you ought not talk about money in church. Listen, Paul said, he sent people ahead to take up the offering before he got there. That's what he said. We just read it there. He said, I sent them ahead to take up the offering before I came. (laughs) Then he goes ahead and said, every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give. Purpose in your heart to give Now, let me tell you something about giving. I have seen people do it on both sides. I've seen people that give everything they own away. You can give everything that comes to you away and be in poverty. Are you listening to me? Now, somebody say, oh, you can't outgive God. You can if you give everything away. He furnishes bread for your food. He expects you to have food to use part of that. Bread for your food and multiplies the seed sown. He wants you to have seed to sow. There's a lot of people that say, I'm going to force God into something, and they just give way beyond their means. They've got the rent money in their pocket. The rent is already due. And they say, I'm going to give that, and then God will have to do something. Listen, you're not going to force God into anything. In the first place, that rent money belongs to the renter, not to you. You gave somebody else's money away. He may get a hundredfold return, but you may not get anything. (laughs) Are you listening to me? Don't give what you can't give cheerfully. Now, I'm telling you how to make your giving effective. But if you'll develop yourself, you can come to the point that you can give what seems great sums to you cheerfully because you know you're planting seed in good soil and the universal law is at work. Can you see that? Can you say amen? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. We've been making the book and CD offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13.
And I know sometimes it's hard for some of you to read because you're driving to work or driving on the job or whatever, but you can take the CD and put it in there. You can back it up and get it to say it again if you miss it. This 32-page mini-book will help you understand how to sow the right seeds in your life. You see, problems and situations are all subject to change. They're temporary. There is no permanent evil or permanent problems. They're temporary. They're subject to change. But with the help of your words, you could establish those things in your life forever. For instance, someone says, well, I'll tell you, I just can't forgive, folks. I just hold a grudge, and I just can't forget those things. I just can't forgive. Well, the Bible says you must forgive. It also says you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. How long you been saying you can't forgive? Some of you have been saying it for 40 years, and that's the reason you can't forgive. Start saying, I do forgive. May wish to God I didn't have to forgive, but I see in the Word of God where the Word says I must forgive if I'm going to be forgiven. So I say it in the name of Jesus. I forgive them. I don't do it because I want to. I do it because the Word said it, and I'm saying it in the name of Jesus. And it will come to pass over a period of time. Just keep saying it because you can have what you say. You're sowing the seed of the Word of God in your heart. It'll come up and produce after God's kind. Now, you've been sowing your kind all this time, and it worked real good, didn't it? You said you couldn't, and you couldn't, and doubt rose up like a giant. <laughs> That's offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest. For $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.